is Green Aggressive Podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Wee and Kelly McVeigh, and the Bean. Say hi, Bean. <laughs> so, so deadpan. We are part of the Digit family of podcasts, and uh, hope you're having a wonderful week here in December. Uh, this is our weekly roundup. Let's get started. So, I had a. What do we call it? I think I used to do stuff like this before I had a kid. I just like didn't pay attention, was completely convinced that this was the weekend that Kelly was visiting yes. me. 100% and convinced. because I, I feel like for out of the two of us, you are the person that's like on it, knows all the things. And I'm the person that's a little bit more all over the place. I could be wrong about that though. And so when you first texted me back last night, like, Hey, we can record tomorrow after I, I, you come to my class and we go to lunch. I was like, Oh my gosh. Like maybe I told her that I was coming this weekend. So then I was like going through all of my texts to make sure that I put the right dates. And I'm like, okay, I put the right dates, but maybe I said, Hey, I just booked my flight. I'm going to fly out on Sunday. Like I was like, Oh my gosh, what's happening. So I, I mean, I knew we would laugh about it, but I was afraid that it was my mistake and it was kind of yours. Yeah, it was a hundred percent mine, but it's fine. You know, when you're all your, your plans in your head get canceled and you're kind of relieved because my life has been a little crazy yeah. this week. Tell me, all the reasons. So Tell me all the reasons your life is crazy. Well, we just had to bring Bean to the pediatrician yep. and she's fine, but we just had to check up on a thing. Yeah. And, um, I'm, we're both feeling fine. Like this, the, like the common cold, the flu and COVID, like they're all like so I was from what my friends tell me, like people, kids are sick. Oh, right I now. was sick. So Sunday I felt Sunday, we went and got our tree and I felt like crap the whole time. And then Monday I felt worse, sore throat, fever, cold, hot, cold. Oh no. Yeah. Tuesday I felt terrible. Wednesday I didn't go to dance, which is so not me, but I was just like, I can't do it. Um, but now I'm back to, I'm, I'm here. I'm ready to go. I'm back. I'm all in. I'm better. So how many days did it take you out? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, four, four days. But, but listen, it didn't take me out because it was month end for the biggest month of the year. So I worked and did all the things those four days, but I felt terrible. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. So it really is good that you didn't try to fly this week. Cause then it would just been so much. Oh my gosh. Much. It would have been even more work. Well, you were never trying to fly this week, but in my <laughs> yeah. mind, you were. it's good that I just canceled that trip that I wasn't going on. Uh, so Kelly and I are doing a little tiny photo shoot. We don't have pictures together. Like all the photos that we have for anything, um, like, like social media related and stuff. Our, our photos are separate and we're doing this thing together. So are they like the really old to- or we're yeah. drinking wine and we look like we've had a lot of wine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to take some pictures and we decided we wanted like bright, bold colors in our, our clothing. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but I like live in black, gray and navy blue. So maybe we should just switch, switch it to black. I have black on all the time now, but, but here's the thing. When you said bright, because I wear black all the time, when I have something on bright, people always say to me like, Oh my gosh, that is such a good color. You should wear bright more often. So when you were pushing me out of my comfort zone into bold, bright colors, I was like, I need to, I need to grow. I need to 
go to the greener grass and then wear colors, <laughs> not wear black every day. So the other part of my story, because I thought you were coming this weekend, I don't own any bright color yeah. stuff. So I went to the mall both Tuesday and Friday because I went Tuesday yeah. and I found this orange dress, but it's like an H&M on the sale rack. Like I just looked, I didn't even look at the whole thing. I just looked, I found bright colors and I went straight yeah. for it. So I found a dress for like fifteen ninety yeah, nine. Sure. but it's like, it's like, it's like a, one of these polyester silk type yeah. of type of like fabrics. And like, I don't expect any, what's, what is it? Like, I don't expect any empathy from anyone for temperature wise. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But it's, it's, it's like, it's not, it's not warm enough for that dress. Like we still have to have jeans and a sweater and a shirt on. Okay. So I realized how cold it was going to be this weekend and rainy because it's like our second rainy period of the winter for us. And so then I went again yesterday and got a, like a bright purple sweater and then a like a yellow sweater, which is not bright, but I couldn't find it. Anyways, long story short, I did all this prep thinking that Kelly was coming hey. today and she's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm in Ohio today. <laughs> and Kelly realized this last night, freaked out. I was teaching and I, I got her all her texts and I, I'm assuming that Kelly was like feeling like, oh shit, she, you know, like it's bad. And then when I got, I was like, oh, well, okay. listen, I think we should it's even like- back up in the sense that earlier in the week you were like, what hotel are you staying at? Now, now listen, I should tell the listeners, I travel a lot. People always are asking me, what hotel are you going to be at? I literally always know the hotel where, what my time my flight is the night before I leave. I never know like when my flights are, what I'm doing until the night before I leave, I like pack. I get open my laptop. I look at all of my itinerary. So she's like, where are you staying? And I'm like, yeah, I don't have that yet. Like, I have no idea. And she's like, okay, like, I'm surprised you don't have it yet. And I'm like, yeah, I'll let you know when I get it. Then yesterday she texted me and said, what time are you thinking about coming to me? And I was like, well, I don't really know what time my event's over, but I'm thinking in the morning. She sent me the address to her, her, to her home. And I was like, she is just you know, planning on it, prepping. She kept asking me about my outfit. I'm like, she is, this is why we are partners because she is on it. She's detailed. She knows all of the stuff. Then yesterday she asked me if I wanted to come and watch her aerial class, which obviously I want to. She sent me the time of that. She sent me the address to that location. And I was like, wow, damn. She's like, and in my mind, I was thinking, I'm going to have to go through all of our texts next week. Like, you know, right, like where right, we're going and whatever. Right. But I'm like appreciative that you're like, so on it and then like late last night I texted and said we should record tomorrow and you were like yeah maybe we can record in the afternoon after we get pictures and I was like no no we are you're not going to be together doing pictures tomorrow and what is she talking about and it was late at night for me it was it might oh yeah it was like yeah it might have even been one o'clock in the morning I stayed up a crazy late last night which is not something I always do but then I was just like, oh, my gosh, she legitimately probably like cleaned, got got ready, went and bought outfits. And now I'm not I'm not coming her direction. It's not surprising because I like I think like December's already over and it's actually only December 3rd. So, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. So that's what just happened. Uh, I know you guys, you really wanted to go down that rabbit hole with us. Um 
It's fine though, because Bean hasn't been feeling great. My stomach's been out of whack. I just made an appointment with a gastroenterologist because I'm like, I need to get back on this. Cause you know, I've had like stomach issues, issues my whole life. So I'm like, it's just kind of coming back yeah. up anyways. It's fine. Yeah. And, and then Kelly just had dinner with her oldest son who is an yeah. adult and he's just gotten engaged. right? Yes. He brought his fiance. They've picked a wedding venue. They're actually not getting married till not this spring, the following spring. Okay. And so, but yes, it was kind of nice because not, listen, I love having everyone here, but the younger two aren't here tonight. And so normally when I have the older or when I'm with the older ones, the younger ones are, it was just nice to be like adults. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the adults were here. Yeah. I, I can imagine. And then, you know, spend more time and talk to them as a couple. and And then we put on elf for a minute. Oh, that's we nice. Started out for a little bit, and yeah. Okay, so give us an update on your uh, holiday prep. Oh my gosh, holiday prep! You'll you'll think I'm bananas talking about. So we talked about this in the last uh, weekly roundup. So I won't go into it too much. But Sal loves Christmas. So our we have two big trees. We have two big trees, and then we have a li- like we have one, two, like. Like trees, like indoor Christmas trees. Yeah, so we have, like, like indoors, we real Christmas trees. This is a real life one. And then we have a tree okay. this big. The listeners can't see it, but like a big tree, a you know, six okay. and a half foot tree. We have an artificial one in the other room. And then we have a little, we have little trees in all the kids' rooms. And all, with, all lights. with lights and our house is colored up, which we put on the social media. So in case you want to see the house all colored up, but you, it, this is another thing about Sal. So the first year that I started dating him, he's like, we've got to get our Christmas cards done. And I was like, Christmas cards. Like I haven't sent a Christmas card. Maybe at that point I had never sent a Christmas card. And I'm like, Christmas card. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, we've got to do Christmas cards. And like one night we sat down, uh, we made, he makes some caramel apple, uh, crown Royal drink at Christmas time. It's like candy apple. It's like <laughs> crown Royal vanilla and crown Royal apple. And he mixes them together. This is not, I'm going to have to put the recipe. What kind of, like, what, what kind of, what, what does crown Royal taste like? What kind of liquor is it? I have no idea. <laughs> is it a whiskey? It's not a whiskey. Is it? Maybe I should go right now. Is it? I'm going to make the, re- I'm going to put the recipe in the Instagram story, but I, we sat down and did our trees together or our cards together. So now I'm like all over doing a card every year. The last three years, your cards in the mail. I almost just brought it with me, but I was like, no. Oh, okay. Salted caramel crown Royal blended with, I think it's whiskey. Okay. It's a whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I think he uses salted caramel and then, um, apple with just water and he mixes the three of them together over ice oh was it tasty yeah but it's like warm and you know it's whiskey so but it's like a caramel apple it tastes like a caramel apple okay and this is something you just did this month or you're talking about the first no the first christmas that we dated he made these caramel vodka what I'm saying vodka, whatever this is, salted caramel, apple drink. 
we did our Christmas cards, but now I do Christmas cards every year. So anyway, my Christmas cards are out 60 stamps. I sent 60 Christmas cards and all of my presents are wrapped. Oh, okay. Wait, do you get those? Like, do you get them printed up that has the family pictures on it? Okay. But I didn't do um, last year and this year. I wasn't on enough to get a photographer and do a family picture. And let's be real. The older two are like, are you kidding me? It's like family photo day and the young and like do I include their significant others? And then the younger two, it's like a fiasco to get it, you know, logistically figured out. So I just did a card that has pictures from this year. That's really smart. So cards are done. Presents are all wrapped. If they are in this house, some are, are not here yet. And my house is decorated. The only thing that hasn't happened is baking. And I don't do that. Okay, wait, that is a big, you got a lot done since the last time I talked to you, because when we had our last weekly roundup, you were like, Jeff's stuff is all done. I have to catch up. And that was two weeks ago. You're doing pretty good because it's only December. 3rd. Yeah. And listen, anyone that knows me, I mean, I can power shop at the grocery store in five minutes and have $300 with the groceries. I can power shop in an hour and do everyone's Christmas presents online and be done, which that doesn't mean that I don't care. And I don't, I'm not thoughtful. I'm just telling you, I'm like this, boom, boom, check, check off the list. Well, cause you know what you're getting, yeah, I like, have lists. you know, basically I have what you're getting. Lists. Okay. So here's our Christmas prep. So I have a three-year-old, right? And this is the first year that she is cognizant of what's yeah. going on, like really cognizant. So, And my family, like I sent my parents and my sister and like links to toys she would want like early on. So every day we have like one or two things coming and she is so aware that these gifts are are, are for her and she can't. Yes. So it's I feel like this wasn't a problem in the past because you could hide it a little bit easily because it wasn't just all getting delivered to your doorstep. Like your kids who live at home who are like what 10 and 12 11 and 12 11 and 12 they see gifts arriving every day right for weeks yes and what's that like for them because bean is like can we open it i'm like no so i have to say that i'm pretty sure that i i mean do we have a warning on this pod for sure about oh yeah yeah well adults adults only yeah but um yeah i'm pretty sure that they don't believe this year so they were kind of joking about in yes, Santa. In Santa. So I said something about them getting their picture with Santa and Mason was like, oh yeah. Like, cause he's at every mall in America right now. Like he was being sarcastic about Santa and I was like, okay, okay so they don't believe. And so I kind of was like going through the thing that like, I'm just going to wrap the presents and like, just put them under the tree. Like, this is not like Santa appears on Christmas morning. Like, I'm not even going to bother with that this year. And they definitely haven't carried in boxes and said like, oh, I wonder if this is a X. You know what I mean? The interesting thing to me is um, we have, which people across America have an elf in the shelf. Do you have an elf in the shelf? I was going to know we had the conversation last year. Do they, is the elf in the shelf thing still magical or no? So I'm so confused about Have it. Have they switched? So Cam, or oh. Emerson is good. like, she knows everything's not real. Mason has been talking like Santa's not real, 
But then when the elf in the shelf moved or buddy, we have, we have actually have three, which it's only because I lost one. You keep on I losing keep it. getting more. <laughs> and so we have Rose cotton and buddy and Mason, when he saw they were all moved the way he went and grabbed Emerson and told her like where they were and what they were doing. It was like, he thought they were real. And I was like, how does this kid think that the Santa thing's a joke, but he thinks that these elves that are stuffed move around the house. Like what? I don't understand, <laughs> but I went with it. I mean, that's what. Okay. No, you gotta, you gotta take the cues. Yeah. So I guess you're doing elf in the shelf this year. Yeah, I hate elf in the shelf. No, we yeah, already talked I, about I, this. I know, but, but potentially the last year, potentially. I think so. I mean, I do think that there's something about it that they like, just like, like looking for it. You know, listen, when they're little, they're good because of that. You threaten them with their lives over this damn elf because the elf's watching them. The elf goes home to Santa and reports back every night how they're behaving. So they care about the elf in the shelf. They look what they, they watch to see if the elf's looking at them. They think that the elf in the shelf is like Santa's spy. Basically my kids, I don't think care about what the elf in the shelf sees or does anymore. It is purely that they like to see what the elf did the next day over the, over the night. Okay. Which basically at Kelly McVeigh's house, it's just that the elf is sitting on the tree and then the elf is sitting on the cookie jar and then the elf is sitting on the back of the toilet. <laughs> like our elves don't have a lot of action going on over here. I mean, basically what you're telling me is I can never send my kid to school because then I'm going to have to do this too. So basically Bean's getting homeschooled till she's Yeah, in listen, once they go to school. I'm kidding. Once yeah. they go to school, then they start telling you about how so-and-so's elf did this and -and so-and-so's elf did that and there why hasn't our elf came Susie and Shirley's elf came already and I'm like oh my god I can't who thought this was a good idea well here's the thing I realized and I I think the advent calendar was event it was originally a religious thing right the advent calendar So, uh, Bean, like it was not even, it was like Thanksgiving and she's like Christmas, 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 because she's starting to understand. And so I was like, okay, this is why, well, this is one reason why people use advent calendars to give a frame of a a time frame and a reference to children Mm -hmm. because they're, they're what they think time is, it's, you know, 30 sleeps, whatever it is. So we got an advent calendar and First of all, I went down this like rabbit hole on Amazon because there's a million of them. Did you know this? Millions. Have you done the advent calendar? We have an advent calendar, which now I feel like I should get an advent calendar. But we do have like a Santa face that the little you move the thing every day to the next number. Okay. Well, this one you get like a little soft squishy toy. Okay, that's magical. It's fun. It's like, it's like this. It's like one of those, like, it's just squishy. Yeah, like it. It's like, a, I know what you're talking about. It's so yeah. cute. It's so cute. So she's three, she's three in. And I think it's, I think it, it helps because she gets these like little treats, like these, and it's not chocolate, yeah. you know, it's like little treats once a day and it kind of, you know, 
builds the anticipation. Plus, she's not dying because, you know, we're getting boxes all the time and I'm putting them in the, in the closet. And she's like, mommy, can I have that? And I'm like, no, but you get a squishy tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know what I wanted to talk about, Kelly? Um, you know, besides catching up, what I think is really something that we as a society need to like grapple with, especially at the holidays is mental health. Yeah. I have been seeing, like I have a lot of students and I see them every week and I see some of their emotions and frustration and holiday stress and work stress and getting laid off stress and blah, 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 come out in class, like in one way or another. For example, today I was teaching and I was teaching something that wasn't super easy, but it wasn't super hard. And if you just did one, two and three, you could probably accomplish okay. it. And so I have a student, adult student who's been with me forever. And she just like refused to do this one thing that I said, well, she was like doing it with straight arms and you have to do it with yeah. thin arms. And she was like, she was getting so frustrated to the point where like she started working on it with one of the other students in class because like my cues weren't helping her. And like every once in a while, I would be like, if you just do this one thing, which is like, instead of a straight arm, do a bent arm, it's going to solve your problem. And she wasn't there in her head. And she left without, without, she's just so frustrated. She got herself in it in like, she just built it up to herself and she got really frustrated and she yeah. left when everybody else yeah. did, you know, like she's been my student for like yeah. eight years and I'm just like, like, I need to check in on her. Like what else is going yeah. on? You know, because there's a really good chance. It's not that skill. Right. And this time of year is like, Man, families are getting squeezed. Like, money just doesn't go as far as it used yeah. to. Christmas gifts, plus a mortgage, plus the rent. Rent is so high in LA. Every, we had a whole, like, in that same class, we had a whole conversation about one of our, um, one of our colleagues there wanting to move and what rent used to be like when it was affordable to live in yeah. the city. <laughs> yeah, and, and um, what this does to our mental health and to our stress levels you know. So, okay. So I have a few things. I mean, uh, remember back in the day that I always said my shoulder, like that my shoulder hurt until like my shoulder hurt for like a year. I started going to hot yoga. I got massages. I got a muscle relaxer. I kept like my shoulder right here was just a train wreck. And then I got divorced and literally like three days later, my shoulder was just like, healed. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's where I like hold all of my tension. And so I haven't had it for a while, but I had it this week. And so I went to hot yoga this morning at seven this morning. And it's just like right here, but I think it's everything. It's everything you just said in the sense of I work for in sales. November is the toughest, hardest month because it's just like you're on the hamster wheel because the majority like you have a good month but it is just so much work and so much time and then I was super sick um I've I am running all the kit I'm like running the kids all the time Sal is home more which I love 
but it's the he's here i'm here what are we doing it's just you know what i mean like it's normal life right but there is so much stress and i'm like oh my gosh i can't believe that my stress shoulder pain is back and transition i want you to watch this movie if you ever have time and i think you'll like it carrie i don't know if i don't know how many people i'm a documentary girl it's called stutz s-t-u-t-z okay and i think it's on netflix it's new but it's jonah hill do you know who jonah hill is yeah yeah the actor okay so it's his psychologist and i guess this psychologist is well known in general for some of his practices and how he says things and his tools but jonah went to for to him for years and jonah loved all the things that he was saying and so he did a documentary of the doctor's name is stutz and stutz also has parkinson's because he's older he's oh interesting. older at this point okay. so you see kind of him working and transitioning through some of those things I heard about it on a podcast and I was like, oh, I'll watch this. It was, I was watching it during doing some reporting stuff for work. And then I was like, I need to take notes. Anyway, I went back and took notes from this documentary because there were so many tools from a mental health perspective that I'm going to use and embrace. I also used it for my work and kind of flipped some of it from a training perspective but I loved the whole thing, but, but there were a million things. I wish I had the notes and I would talk about some of it, but three things that he said that you can't ever get rid of in your life are pain, constant work and uncertainty. Those are three things Mm. that will always be in everyone's life, pain, constant work and uncertainty. And that the whole transition in life is to learn how to sit in those moments or learn how to move, keep going forward because someone will get you're going forward in life and then pain happens or uncertainty and you go in this maze or this hamster wheel and you get stuck in the maze or in the circle and until you figure out how to just keep going forward through the pain uncertainty constant work that bring you stress then it i just loved the whole thing I, I, there's a million things in it that I loved and it's true. I feel like times are tough and people are stressed and, and it's Christmas time, holiday time. Yeah. Uh huh. I also feel like, uh, in the same group of women I'm talking about, one of them is currently seeing, uh, a, a therapist right now. And I asked her how she found this person. And she's like, you know, funny you ask, because it was a nightmare to find a doctor. And I was like, okay, please tell like what, in what way? And she was like, well, okay. I wanted to use my insurance because therapists are anywhere from 150 to $250 an hour. I can't afford that. She's a teacher. She's a special needs teacher. So I basically equate her to being a saint. Special needs high school teacher. She's two kids of her own. And so we have a friend in that same group who's a therapist for kids. And so she went to her resources that not everybody has. We have a resource within our friend group. And that woman found a found a program. It's basically 
uh, doctoral. It's like PhD students who are training to get their PhD in psychology. Yeah. Okay. And they're and they do sessions for less money because they're yeah. in training. But but our friend had you know great like reviews from it and like she was like I know who supervises them and I trust that person so I think that this is a good resource it's a little bit cheaper it's like forty to eighty dollars a session which is like amazing so interesting enough and I want to say it's probably been like a year but one of the kids. Um, said that they wanted to talk to a counselor. I don't think that's exactly how they said it, that they wanted to talk because the counselor would seem like a big word for them, but like they just wanted to talk to someone about school and about being anxious and all the things. And when I called around, there, everyone was completely booked up and not taking new patients. I mean, I bet I called five places. And now this was like probably like eight months ago. I would say now I think pandemic pushed people in lots of ways too. And so I think that counseling was probably something from even pandemic that like was on the rise. And I do think that people embrace counseling and therapists more than they did five or 10 years ago. I think people understand it more, but I couldn't get him in anywhere. Anyway, I knew of a friend that had told me about someone that she had used for her girls. And so I texted her, I got her phone number. Anyway, this is a child's, you know, a children's psychologist. I love this woman. She comes to her house. They go for a walk. They play board games. They do sidewalk chalk. It's magical. It's so great because I feel like he get he gets so excited to see her. And I think that right. it seems it's like it's not a like doctor's office where like you're taking your child and they're like going in and having an appointment like he, they literally are playing guess who in memory and they they're having conversation while they're doing all those things but mm-hmm. I love it. Do you have a uh, that's what my friend, my friend, Jacqueline Steinberg, that's her job. Yeah. And I've actually known her for about eight or nine years, something like that. And she, you know, during all that time was getting her hours and now she has her own practice and she has a bunch of kids and the way they, the way she structures it is so interesting because in a month she'll see the kid twice. And then, uh, on the off week, she'll see the father and the mom, or she'll see the father and the father, yeah. you know, like, or she'll you know, if it's a single parent, she'll see the alternate and it's, it's wonderful. Um, she does. I I, I have to say like a a therapist who works full time, it's, it's really heavy on them sometimes. Like at least my friends, you know, just to kind of be bearing, like try not to bear the weight of all people's problems. So also the friend who, uh, was looking for somebody and it was so hard to find somebody, She called like before she found this wonderful person through our friend, she was given by her insurance, a whole list of names, nothing highlighted, just a list of names of in network. She called randomly down the list and like she called and there'd be like all of her insurance spots are taken. All of her insurance spots are taken. All of her insurance spots are taken because these therapists can make a lot more money and like less paperwork if they just take cash. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I think step one, it's wonderful that people are seeking it out. And then you kind of hit this wall of like, wait, it's not that easy to find somebody. And after you do figure out your insurance, after you do figure out how to pay for it, 
what if you feel like it wasn't a good fit for you? Like the, the person has to be a good fit for the situation. I have another friend who is going in for like a couples therapy situation and it was her third, sorry, second try at like the first appointment with the new therapist with her and her husband. And it, and they like are going through this hour of like rehashing their problems yeah. only to, only to like not feel like they found the right person again. Yeah. So like now they're going to f- try to find another person because they're committed to dealing with their issues, which is wonderful. Right. But it's like, that's so expensive. That's so time consuming. It's exhausting. And then it, it takes, it takes a lot of effort not to just be like, Oh, screw this. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's LA too much work. bigger and crazier and all the things like I, I've had the same counselor for probably like eight years and I love her, love her. I haven't, I, I kind of use it like more as a booster shot now. Like when I'm having a moment and I need a Me little, too. it's like a check-in. Like yeah. Like alignment. I just yeah. did that. I want to say like a week ago and we just met for coffee. Um, where back in the day, like I went to the office, like I still paid and everything, but like we just went for coffee And, um, but I, I had some moments where I was with like hit the wrong person. And one of which small town, Newark, Ohio, um, I went, I started down the path of telling her, you know, cause you, the first appointment, you kind of like lay out your life, right? Like the power players, the key people, you know, kind of all the gist. And at the end of the appointment, after she like basically let me like talk for an hour, she said, you know, I don't think that I'm going to be able to see you because I, I know this person, this person, this person, like really, really well. And oh, that's so Nork. And I was like, why did you let me tell all of those stories? I know that I know that legally and all the things they are not allowed to share and they're not allowed to do. But I'm like, you let me basically dump all of that for an hour. And now you're telling me that you're not going to be able to see me because you know those people. Yeah, that's frustrating. And yeah, that would never happen here. But I have to say, like, small town, big town problem, it doesn't feel so crazy the way it might. Like, it's so big, it's so hard to find people. I mean, I basically had a referral for mine and then I saw her for 12 years. You know, so it was easy. It's just like, I feel bad for my friends who are not finding that click quickly. Because it's exhausting and it's time consuming and it's expensive. And um, and they're already stressed out. <laughs> yeah. And by the time you're seeking out therapy, it's because you need it right yeah. away. It's not because you think you're going to need it down the road. You need it. That's what's gotten you to the point where you're going to do all this work and you're going to lay your, you know, your heart and soul out on the line for the stranger so that you can start yeah. healing. You know, that's, that's at that point. So um, I also hope that either local state or federal government, like I think that we can all agree that mental health, it's always been an issue, but it's, it's just like, it needs to be more accessible to everyday Americans. And I do feel like there is a governmental, like they, they could play a role because just the, just like the ins and outs that people are going through to get this help. Yeah. A lot of people can't afford that. And, you know, and everybody should be able to get that help if they need it. So anyways, um, 
I don't know. I thought that'd be interesting to talk about because I, I do think it's relevant in everybody's life. Like, I feel like I'm just a normal person and I can pull out five examples of people who are really going through yeah. it right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And next week, Kelly and I will be in the we same will room. We'll be recording <laughs> together. And then the next weekly roundup will be rounding out the year and we'll be together so weird. with this charcuterie plate and a glass of red wine. Hopefully, hopefully and that's we the should way tell everyone. I mean, I think roll. it's OK to tell everyone and Carrie, if not, you can cut it out. But we have a, a previous guest on in the next week. And I love that it's coming to be at the end of the year. Last year, he offered an amazing Christmas blessing. Josh Pennington, he finally released his book. So he's he's coming back to chat with us about the book, about what's going on. And I think really offer a blessing for the end of the year to kind of wrap up this year. So lots of exciting things in the last couple of weeks of um, 2022 for Greener Grass. Yeah. And then also, I just connected with one of my students. Uh I have a lot of students who work for Disney and for DreamWorks and all these companies. And they do, you know, in the film making business, I've known her for a long time and she's a prop master. She, I don't know if her term is prop master. I don't know if you have to get to a certain hierarchy, but she's in props and she's done so many films that the last one being Wakanda and she is, is fabricating, you know, all these props. And there's so many props in Wakanda, you know, like the costumes and the knives and the, and the, and the, yeah, watching Wakanda is so good. That movie. So, um, Kelly, I was going to tell you today that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get her at the beginning of the year. So, so, uh, 2023. So we have a lot of fun things happening and, uh, you know, we will, uh, see you. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, yeah, I'll do a little, I'll do a little outro. Yeah. Later, Kelly. And I think we're good. That Thank was great. Thank you. Nice. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning into Greener Grass this week. I hope that you are, I hope that you are not feeling the stress of, <laughs> of the holidays, but if you are, we are with you in spirit. Uh, go to the show notes to opt into our newsletter. Um, we are now a part of the Digitant Family Podcast. Check out those podcasts. Lots of health and well-being um, uh, stuff to listen to there. Please honor us with a five-star rating and a review anywhere you get your podcasts. Thank you to Asa Watkins, sound engineer. And yeah, take care of yourselves this week. We'll see you guys next time over and out. This is Greener Grass. Greener Grass.